This conference is being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday evening, October the 21st, 2009, Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. Tonight, lessons from the front line. Our topic, use me or amuse me. And for those of you that like a little bit of a longer topic, spiritual being having a human experience. Welcome, everybody. This is a particularly exciting call for me. You probably get tired of me saying that each week, but they all are that way. But tonight, you know, I think that comes from me just being so present and in the moment that it's just like, wow. And um, that's where I am right now. I'm present. I'm in the moment. I'm with each of you, and each of you are with me. And that's what really plays into this. I want to talk a little bit about the topic, because I thought, boy, amuse me or amuse me. These people are going to think I've really fallen off the deep end. Let's jump in real quick just to a quickie definition of the word muse. Inspire, inspiration, guiding spirit. Okay, so muse me. Now, how about the word amuse? Let's go with a definition that is pleasantly occupied. Entertain, to laugh or smile. So now you see where I'm coming from? Muse me or amuse me. Now, the musings of a spiritual being having a human experience, just to touch base with everyone on the word musings, and my favorite definition of musings is thoughts. And it goes on to say, especially when aimless and unsystematic. (laughs) Welcome to my world. So this is fun tonight. I was, you know, in this process I go through of asking my inner self, my guides, the universe, to assist me in developing a topic for the call, to assist me in in where I'm to go with this. Um... This was really fun, and there's a lot going on right now. Many of you know that on Monday, I had a birthday, and so I don't know what it is about birthdays. Maybe I'm just a little more aware of this birthday this year, or maybe there's so much other stuff, activity, energies moving and shifting in my life right now that um, there's a real, uh, it's taking a little bit more focused attention on my part to stay balanced, to just stay balanced with everything that's happening. And so this topic really goes along with all of that. For my birthday, uh, the universe was kind enough to give Maya's, my daughter Maya, her entire school, the day off. (laughs) I love my universe. 
And I further love my universe because we got passes, annual passports for Disneyland earlier this year. So I knew all along that after I took Maya to school on Monday, I was going to go to Disneyland. I was going to ride a couple of rides, a roller coaster, get that thrill, get that excitement, feel that energy. Um, But then when we found out last week that she didn't have school, I thought, this is even better. So uh, I was never planning on taking uh, the whole day off, but... um, It's a beautiful life, and I went ahead and took the day off, still had a meeting uh, Monday night, which we had a great time at. But back to Disneyland, Uh, we took Jake to the groomers that morning so he could have a special day, and Maya and I went and rode a number of rides at Disneyland. It was not very busy, and we were having a really nice time. And at a certain point, Maya looked up at me and said, Daddy, what what's the best birthday you've ever had? So here I was thinking back on my whole years, and I have to tell you, in that moment, right there, there were no other birthdays. Memories of other birthdays did not exist. It 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 I, I could not grasp onto any other birthday experience. And I looked at Maya and I said, Maya, this right here, right now is the greatest birthday I have ever had. And we proceeded to have that type of day. Now I have to tell you, my nine-year-old daughter has a favorite ride at the Disney theme parks, and it's at the California Adventure, which is right next to Disneyland, and it's called California Screamin'. And it is the super-fast roller coaster that also goes upside down. We did it toward the end of our experience, and I have to say it was thrilling. We only ride in the very front coaster for this ride. We will wait as long as it takes to get that position. And the guy was funny. Um, the second time we went to ride it, he said, oh, there's a bit of a line. And there were like three people in front of us. And Maya and I looked at each other and just sort of laughed um, because we learned a long time ago that lines at Disneyland – need to be as much fun as riding the ride because on a normal Disneyland experience, you end up spending quite a bit of time in line. And so this is something else that's just kind of a lesson, you know, for us and a lesson to share. And that is, you know, it's the experience. It's not just the ride. It's everything involved you know these rides last what like three minutes four minutes six minutes max and the line may be 45 minutes if you're standing there and you're hating the line is that six minute experience really going to make up for it did you waste your time and your energy in of not like everything was unfolding. And so 
these are this this is a life thing. You know, what is it in your life that you are energizing in a negative way while you're waiting for the fun part to happen? Think about your day. Think about your week. What is it you really didn't enjoy going through, but you had to go through to get to what you wanted? Those are the times that you need to watch your energy and watch your thoughts. And those are the times to really be so aware that you can shift in that moment and get the enjoyment. What is the saying? It's not, oh, geez, what is the saying? It's not the destination. It's the journey. It's that way at Disneyland. It's not just the ride. It is the entire process of being there, the entire process of what it takes. So that was that was a beautiful aspect of our day. And um we we really resonated to that part of our experience. So now I mentioned in uh, the message about uh, this call that there are some really incredible happenings this weekend in Southern California. Isn't it interesting for me in my experience that there are two major incredible conferences going on on the same weekend at a time when I'm reevaluating what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, a time when I'm re-energizing who I am, what I am, and how I am. And so the first one uh, is the Alchemy Conference. And uh, this is a conference that um, I spoke to the organizers because I wanted to be a presenter at. But um, I contacted them a little bit late, and they said to me, we've looked over your materials, and uh, certainly we would love to have you apply to be a presenter next year. You fit what, uh, what the Alchemy Conference is about. But this year, we're, we're full up. So what we'd really like to do is gift you a VIP pass and six other passes, or five other passes, so you can bring some friends with you, to come to this conference and have the experience. I was like, wow, universe, got to love it. <laughs> got to love how this all plays out. Give you an idea of um, who's going to be there. Uh, we have, um, I'm looking at the, the schedule, and of course the schedule is not so easy to read. Um, Dreaming Bear is going to be there. Peter Sterling is going to be there. We have um, Dr. Emoto, Hidden Messages in Water, is going to be there. Um, 
we have um, Don Miguel Ruiz is going to be there. We have Ricky Byers Beckwith um, and a number of other really, really amazing, amazing beings. This has been called the largest gathering of alchemists in the last 500 years. So as if that wasn't enough, I get a call from a friend of mine, uh, actually a presenter, who's been a presenter on, on this call, uh, Joshua. And Joshua, um, I invited him to come from Phoenix uh, to join us at the Alchemy Conference, says, uh, you know, you won't believe this, but there's another amazing event this weekend. It's the 100th anniversary of when Napoleon Hill began his research for his book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, my friends, if you are not familiar with the book, Think and Grow Rich, don't be put off by the fact that it was written 100 years ago or started to be um, researched 100 years ago. It is just as valid today as it has ever been. And it is a guidebook for anyone that wants to make it big and work with their mind in a way to make it happen. And so at this conference, we have Mark Sanborn, Mark Victor Hansen, we have Bob Proctor, we have T. Harv Ecker, we have John Asraf, we have John Gray, um, Sharon Lecter, Greg Reed, I mean, the Les Brown. Les Brown is the one um, that I quote, I'm going to have to paraphrase what I say, but um, when you help others achieve your dreams, you achieve your own. I mean, I get to meet Les Brown this weekend. Um, and there's a film coming out called Three Feet from Gold. And this is um, about Think and Grow Rich. And the world premiere is Saturday night in Anaheim, right near Disneyland. <laughs> See how everything's connected for me. And um, I get to be and pick and choose um, which of these speakers I get to to be with, I believe um, I'm going to a VIP reception on Friday evening, tomorrow evening, where I get to meet um, Proctor and John Asraf and, and, and all these amazing people. And it reminds me of a conference I went to in Scottsdale, I think six years ago. And at that conference, I got to have lunch with James Redfield. I spent some time with Dan Millman. I met and interacted with Wayne Dyer, with Dr. Brian Weiss, all people that had had a tremendous, incredible effect on me through what they do. They assisted me on my journey. And so when I left that conference, I was driving back to Sedona, and I said to myself, why is it that I didn't just go to this conference, I didn't just attend this conference, 
But I interacted with people that had made a huge difference in my life. And I mulled that question over for a little bit, and it began to make some sense. Because what the universe was showing me, or what I was allowing myself to see, is it James Redfield, Wayne Dyer, Dan Millman, Dr. Brian Weiss, Sally Redfield? They were all just like me. Unique, beautiful, spiritual beings having a human experience and sharing their knowledge, their energy, their emotion with all those who come into their experience. This was at a time when I was trying to figure out what, what was this all about for me? What, what was reality all about? I just had gone through the Sedona Intensive and I knew I could do anything I wanted to do. I was like a kid in the reality creating candy store of life. And yet I wasn't quite sure what to do. And yet I was a little bit intimidated. My experience at that conference, Celebrate Your Life in Phoenix, that many years ago, gave me the answer, gave me the foundation to build on. And my life has taken on tremendous, I can't even think of the word, I just, I, I've stumped myself. It has expanded in ways I never could have imagined, or my friends, in ways I could have imagined and must have imagined. So it is especially heartwarming for me that I'm going to have a similar type of experience this weekend at a time when I'm reevaluating and, and um, putting energy into action, into creating a greater expansion of my experience of reality. Now, I'm working with some very special beings right now. My universe, who I, in each and every moment, express appreciation and gratitude to and for, provides me some really incredible opportunities. Opportunities to learn about myself, opportunities to assist others. Some of you on this call tonight have been part of that reality for me. So right now I'm working with some really incredible beings. And there's some, some interesting questions that are uh, being put forth to me. I have dreams. How do I make them real? What is God? Where do I come from? Why am I here? How do I find inner peace? 
Well, in that this is a relatively short call, I'm not going to answer all those questions right now. <laughs> um, and truly those answers are individually tailored for each of us. But how beautiful is it that this is the kind of work and it's hard for me to call it work, that this is the kind of focus that my mind and my energy is being pulled to right now. Uh, I wanted to, those of you that have been following um, these calls, uh, you know that there was a month-long time frame of me working on a uh, very special calendar for um, Huntington Beach for a real estate company. Uh, I was doing all the photos, and um, the proof of that calendar was delivered to the client today. Now, I had another photo shoot today. I wasn't able to see it, but um, my contact... Uh, has assured me that it is absolutely beautiful. I just wanted to put that out there. And as I was saying that, in my mind and in my field, I was blessing everyone involved in that project. Um, and of course, feeling a tremendous amount of gratitude. So right now, this will be... It, it, it is the continuing beauty of the unfolding. I know that there are a couple people on the call tonight that um, will be going to this conference. I know my friend, my friend from Facebook, Fern, who lives right near me. I have yet to meet her in person, but it will happen this weekend. We'll be joining us at the Alchemy Conference. Um, it's beautiful the way things work out. I ended up with, uh, actually, I didn't end up with an extra pass for the Alchemy Conference, but I ended up with Fern showing up in my reality, in my experience, really wanting to go to the Alchemy Conference. That right there was an invitation for me to take action, to energize action, and make something happen. But it was Fern's energy that brought it all about. I sent an email to the organizer of the conference. I explained that a truly lovely being was in need of a ticket, and would they be so kind as to gift me one more. And in short order, we received that ticket. This is part of how it works. When we unmute the line, Fern, if you would like to say something about what energy you were holding prior to connecting with me about this conference, because I can tell you that it certainly was energy of magic happens. You didn't have whatever the price of the ticket was available for that. You have a family. You have all sorts of things going on. 
but you must have held an energy that left the door open for the universe to bring magic into your life. So another question for everyone. Are you in your life experiences leaving the door open for magic? Or do you make decisions based on how it looks right in the moment and hold on to them in such a way that the universe has no choice, no choice, but to deliver it to you the way you made the decision? We all do that. Take a look at your life and ask yourself, where can I, what doors of opportunity can I figuratively open right now in my mind, in my field, in my energy, so the universe can create some magic? Where have I slammed the door, put the chain on it, and turned the bolt, and if we were in New York City, turned the other bolt, the other bolt, and then done the latch, <laughs> to make sure that that was a closed out opportunity. So take a look at your life. Take a look at the decisions you've made. It is never too late to go back and open the door. It is never too late to free up the energy. We get to decide and choose, make that choice in each and every moment. Right now, in my own life, with all this shifting, with all this energy flowing, and yet, ugh, at times, it gets a little bit heavy. At times, I think I'm just a human being having a human experience. And then it gets a little bit heavier. Please, please, please remind yourself that this human experience that we're having, that you're having, that we're sharing, is just a small part of what is really happening in the big picture. Remind yourself, yes, you are a human being. Yes, you are having a human experience. But beyond that, you are a spiritual being. And that is the greater aspect of what is going on. Connect with that. Express appreciation and gratitude for that. The universe will then show up in a way for you to remind you to give you further touchstones of the fact that you are a spiritual being. And a small part of that is this human experience. Also remember that if you choose to be a human being and only a human being, having a human experience, your universe will show up with that for you and nothing else. Please, please, 
open the door. And if you can't open the door to greater possibilities in your life experience, start by opening the window. And when the window is as wide open as you can open it, as wide open as it can go, turn it into a door and swing that puppy wide open. There is such magic. If I was going through what I'm going through now, say, eight years ago, I would... I would have approached it a lot differently than I'm approaching it now. What are the differences? Now, what looks to be tremendous challenge, I take it with a grain of salt. I take it with a grain of salt and I don't own it too much. In the old days, I would have owned it. I would be in a downward spiral. These challenges, why aren't things showing up the way I want them to show up? and I would be right out of the moment. I would be right out of the present moment. But not today. Not this time now. The challenges are most certainly there. I'm shifting the foundation of who I have been and what my life has been about. I'm rocking the boat. Oh, I may be tipping the boat over. So be it. But I will not let the moments get away from me. I have a nine-year-old daughter who is an old soul, and an angel in my experience. I will not miss the moments with her. I will not. My father transitioned on April 18th of this year, and I look back to my childhood with him, I had a conversation with Maya about this the other day. Looked back to my childhood, and he was there for the big stuff, most certainly. But I missed him on the moment to moment. And somewhere along the way, I made a decision. And I believe I made it way back then when I was a child. That one day when I had a child, I was going to be there for those moments. We were going to share those moments together. And watching my father prepare for his transition for five years before he left with a terminal disease, reminded me that those moments can never be replaced. Now, during those five years, my father and I shared amazing moments, incredible, unconditional love. We shared forgiveness. 
and we gave each other energy as often as we could. And, and that works for us. And as I told him, when he would apologize for, for not being there in my childhood, I told him that everything worked out in a perfect way because I love who I am in this moment right now, Dad. And I know you did the best you could with the tools you have available. I'm not a perfect father. Maya will have things to work through in her life that come from me. But she chose me. She chose me. Today we took a walk with Jake before this call. We were walking in the grass, and she came running up to me and she said, Daddy, look at this leaf. And I must share with you that it is possibly, ah, no, it is most assuredly the most beautiful leaf I have ever seen. And she said, Daddy, I I think we should take a picture of it and put it on Facebook so we can share it with, with, with all your friends. If you haven't seen it, go to my page when this phone call is over. It is a beautiful leaf. And what it reminds us is that in each moment, we have this opportunity to be present and to express appreciation and gratitude and love. Maya and I continued our walk. She pointed trees out to me that were beautiful trees, and we talked about how fortunate we were to live where we live with these tall trees around us. And at a certain point, as I was looking at one particular tree, she said to me, you know, it's okay to hug a tree. And I said, I know, Maya, I'm going to hug this tree right here. And she said, I was going to hug that tree. And I gave that tree the biggest hug you can imagine. And as I was hugging that tree with my heart pressed up against its spark, I connected my heart to the core of that tree, and I sent blessings of unconditional love. And when I backed away from the tree, Maya went up and did the exact same thing. Do not let those moments pass you by. They are here right now, and right now, (laughs) and right now. One of my truly supportive and incredible friends sent me flowers and balloons for my birthday. I'm looking at them right now the most beautiful roses in white and pink and red. And they smell absolutely divine. 
whoever first made that comment about stopping and smelling the flowers knew exactly what life was about. And the flowers are here wherever you are, and sometimes they're not flowers. Sometimes it's a stranger that needs help. Sometimes it's a child. Sometimes it's your inner child. Stop and smell the flowers. You do a great service to yourself by doing that, and you do a great service to all that is by doing that. How about this concept, all that is? We hear it sort of thrown around a little bit, all that is. I particularly like it because it reminds me that everything is divine, that everything is of God, of the universe, all that is. Unconditional love for all that is. I'm not picking and choosing where my unconditional love goes. My unconditional love goes out to the universe, to all that is. And this is a beautiful, beautiful way to experience what we are all so fortunate to experience. Fortunate to experience? Mm. We chose to be here. We chose to be here now for this time, for this energy that is happening, for this shift that is here for us, that we are energizing and bringing about. You chose to be here. This is your dream. This is our dream together. This is all that is. The line, the 45-minute line, the hour-and-a-half line at Disneyland for the six-minute ride, it is about the journey and not about the destination. I love that you have chosen to be here and I have chosen to be here and we get to have this journey together. I love standing in line with you. All that is. I have a poem to read from read to you <laughs> that is um, a really lovely story. And uh, I heard this at a conference that I spoke at, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Uh, Michael Beckwith and Ricky Byers Beckwith were there, Brenda Edelman, Albert Golden, and Sunny Dawn Johnson, and she shared this story, and it's called Bag of Cookies. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. 
She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man sitting beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So she munched the cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking if I wasn't so nice, I would blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he would do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat she sought, then she sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair, the others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. How many times do we absolutely know that something is or was a certain way only to discover later that what we believe to be true was not? Always keep an open mind and an open heart because you just never know. I love that poem and I never get tired of it and what a beautiful reminder it is. <sighs> Brings us to just a nice place in the call to segue to unmuting the lines to allow a little bit of feedback, maybe a story of your own, something that serves us all. I'll go ahead and unmute the lines now. Ah, and here we are all together. Anyone have anything to share? 
Hey, Mark, it's Patricia. I love the poem. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Patricia. Thank you for being on tonight's call. I've always loved that story. This is Fern. I have heard it before, but it's always a great reminder that our perceptions are not always what we think they are. <laughs> that is exactly right, and yet we make them so very real in our own minds. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, hey, this is Julie. And uh, ahead, thanks, Julie. thanks for sharing your vulnerability and your uh, story about your relationship with your father. I think it's good for all of us because I'm sure all of us have had relationships in our lives that leave us vulnerable and you know it's nice to hear how other people choose to um, to live it so anyway thanks for sharing something so personal thank you Julie and thank you for the roses you're welcome um, Fern I don't want to put you on the spot well no I don't want to put you on the spot and I don't think I'm going to but could you just share a little bit? Was I sort of pegged on um, when I said that you must have been holding an energy that left the door open for the universe? Absolutely. It was, it was perfect. This week actually has been a, a pretty incredible week for me as far as energy and synchronicity and just feeling the universe pushing me forward in a good way. Um, but something's coming up. But it's funny about the conference. Um, I had been wanting to go since the first moment. It was several weeks ago I first saw the flyers and was immediately drawn, especially to Dr. Emoto and Don Miguel Ruiz, who are two of uh, just the great, light, wonderful beings that um, I have read some of their work and been very drawn to and resonate with very strongly. So the fact that they're in the same place at the time was amazing. Um, but I knew, you know, in my own budget, in my own life right now, you know, I have other priorities, as you said. You know, I'm a single mom, three kids, and have to take care of, you know, first things first. So I just kept it in the back of my mind of, you know, okay, universe, <laughs> don't know how we're going to do this, but, you know, I want to be in that place with these people. I know that there's a lot there for me. And when I saw your post, I was drawn to um, comment on it. I don't know why. I don't think I've ever commented on a post of yours before, but I just had to say something. And I was very pleasantly surprised when Mark almost immediately contacted me and mentioned possibly having an ticket. And in that moment, I immediately saw it happening. I honestly, I went online. I printed out my maps. I printed out the schedule for the conference. I saw myself there. I saw myself um, going to see Dr. Emoto and going to listen to Don Miguel and just being there. And so uh, when later in the week Mark got back to me and confirmed that, yes, he did indeed have a ticket for me, I just had to giggle because <laughs> I kind of already knew that. I knew that the universe had brought us together in this time for a purpose, so I don't know the full purpose yet. I'm very excited, uh, Mark, to be a part of your world and um, to learn more about you and what you're doing. And I have a feeling that um, our lives are very similar in a lot of ways. So I'm going to have a lot of fun getting to know you. As you said, we haven't met in person yet, but I know we will have that opportunity this week, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's been my experience thus far, and I'm open to much more, and we'll see what happens. 
You know, I have to add a little bit to this story. When um, Fern made the comment about um, the post, and all I was doing with the post was saying, hey, there's this great conference in Los Angeles, and who all is going? Because Facebook friends, you know, I don't know all 1,500 of you or whatever, and I want to meet you if you're at this conference. And um, when Fern replied that she's not going but would love to go and, and whatever else, it was more than you know, one sentence, um, another friend of mine that I had sent two emails to and had already registered her, someone I haven't seen since high school in Omaha, Nebraska. She lives in Los Angeles. And I thought, wow, I don't think this friend of mine is going to be going. So this is great. Fern wants to go. I'm, I'm going to hook her up with this other person's registration. That afternoon, after I interact with Fern and, yeah, you know, let's see what happens and all this, I get a call from my friend saying, oh, yeah, I got your email. Sorry, it's been really busy. I'm going. I can't wait to see you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then by then, Fern has already, you know, using the can't wait to see you at the conference, can't wait to meet Dr. Moto, can't wait to be in the audience, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, Okay, you know, that's the energy is there. I don't have any problem going back to the conference organizer who has already been like so incredible to me um, and asking for one more because that's, that's what needs to happen in our universe right now. And, and it, was a, it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. One other thing, Fern, if you want to go Sunday night, to see Dr. Emoto again at the Temple of Light here in Orange County, I have another ticket for you to see him for a second time in a smaller environment with less people and possibly a greater opportunity to connect with him. You'll let me know about that. The, beauty of, <laughs> the beauty of our experiences, when we leave these doors open, when we are just make ourselves available without shutting down the, the energy of the universe. Um, it, it is magic, absolute magic. Anyone else tonight before we close out the call? Anyone at all? Well, my friends, I have got to tell you that if you could hear it, my singing if you could see it, my soul is dancing. And I want to thank you so very much for being in my world, in my universe, or more to the point, thank you for allowing me into yours. I have tremendous love and appreciation for what each of you are about, for how you inspire me, for how you touch my life in each moment. Thank you so much for lending your energy to this call tonight that we created together. I love you. Have a great, great week. We'll be back next week with a very exciting call. Stay tuned for those details. And in the meantime, embrace each and every moment because truly, that's all we have. Have a great night. Have a great week. Blessings to you all. Thank you, Mark.